Good morning, 710 here on News Radio 92.3. It's New Year's Eve, Eve, Eve. Um, it is. You do the math. Anyway, um, <laughs> football season is ongoing. I love, I mean, this is, it's it's even, I mean, I like the NFL playoffs and I like the College Bowl series. As long as there's interesting games on, I think there will be interesting games on. Um, a lot of very interesting stuff has been happening in the last, normally this is a very downtime for news, but there have been some very important stories. This is a huge story. Came out yesterday, and it's gotten. I'm kind of surprised how little attention it's gotten, but this is actually a very big thing. You're going to hear more about this, and um, I, I think you're going to hear more about this in uh, coming weeks. But yesterday, the Defense Department put out a memo, an announcement on DOD News. Headline Sexual assault now tried outside military chain of command. And if you know the history of dealing with sexual assault in the military and sexual harassment in the military, you know that this is a massive announcement. If there's anything like what that headline captures, and there really is. So I'm just I'm going to kind of read to you from the announcement, and then we'll talk about it a little bit. Beginning today, as yesterday, the decision to prosecute sexual assault and several other serious crimes has moved from an accused service member's chain of command to new Offices of Special Trial Counsel, that's the name of the office, Offices of Special Trial Counsel, which have general or flag office leaders who flag officer leaders who report directly to the secretaries of the military departments. This military justice reform is an important step in restoring faith that the system is fair, just and equitable, said senior defense department and military officials who emphasize that the offices will be staffed by specially trained independent military attorneys uniquely qualified to address complex cases. The OSTC's the OSTCs will handle cases professionally, applying the best practices and procedures of civilian prosecution offices, a senior DOD official said. The covered offenses that fall under the authority of the new Office of Special Trial Counsel include murder, manslaughter, kidnapping, domestic violence, stalking, child pornography, and most sexual assault and sexual misconduct. Sexual harassment will become a covered offense on January 1st, 2025. So it's got a year delay to implement this for crimes committed after that date where a formal complaint is made and substantiated. Um, and, and this has to do with unrestricted reports, okay, in, in terms of sexual assault. That means if you're doing it um, with your name attached, sort of, as opposed to um, anonymously or, you know, without name attachment, um, restricted reports can still be reported um, through without triggering an investigation uh, within chain. But this, this is a big shift for the military. Because now, and you know, for laymen, you may not know the significance of it, and service members, feel free to correct me if I say anything wrong. That's always the case. But historically, part of the problem was your chain of command could be part of the problem. And if they are either actively part of the problem or through negligence failing to correct the problem of sexual harassment in particular within the unit or the organization, well, going through the chain of command is extraordinarily discouraging because you can't bring it up to them. They're the problem. Well, what can you do? Right. Okay. So now, and the chain and that problem with chain of command can go pretty high. It might not just be the one you're commanding your officer, your commanding officer. So now to put this outside of the chain of command entirely, but still within the military by experts in the field is 
revolutionary. And what you will probably see, my prediction, you will probably see, much like has been happening, is you will probably see reports of sexual harassment and sexual assault go way up. That's not going to be because it's happening more often. That's going to be because it's being reported closer to the number of times it's already actually happening. So, uh, in my opinion, this is a very good thing. This is a very, and you know, this. I, I was startled to see this happen. Uh, Secretary of uh, Defense Lloyd Austin called it the most important reform to our military justice system since the creation of the UCMJ in 1950, the uh, Uniform Code of Military Justice. So, you know, again, you know, always time will tell to see how a thing plays out. But this um, seems like a major. And by the way, the reason I think sexual harassment is going to wait a year is probably because they want to get the OSTC uh, operating and on a firm footing and, you know, working out the wrinkles and kinks, so to speak before they take on the really challenging task of the sexual harassment claims, which are, you know, often more subjective. They're not as much based on a particular fact claim or a crime. You know, that kind of, it's just, they're, they're grayer areas are involved in sexual harassment claims. Is my, my thought is why they're delaying that a year. They want to get the office up and running with a bunch of the more clear, bright line kind of cases then they can start taking on the full scope of the real reason this was put in place in the first place is to take all of the sexual-related misbehavior outside of the chain of command. So, like I said, we'll see, but I'm optimistic. This is a very important announcement yesterday. 716 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic on the files. Jake? Well, we're still looking good out there on the roadways. No major accidents or slowdowns to tell you about this morning. I-10 at Pine Forest, we did have a vehicle crash earlier with roadblock, but I think crews have been on the scene and that is cleared now. Uh, Highway 98, eastbound and westbound through uh, Navarre, Gulf Breeze, and on into Winhaven. You're looking good there. Uh, Highway 29 south through Cantonment, you're looking good as well. Avalon Boulevard is clear through Garcon Point. No slowdowns on Cervantes and Bayfront Parkways checking in without delays. If you see anything out there slowing you down, let me know. 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. You know, if you're thinking about that next vehicle, I recommend Frontier Motors. Dave Ramsey recommends Frontier Motors. Um, he and I don't do it for incompatible reasons, but we're, our focus is a little different. I do it because I had a great experience buying a car there. I also understand how they do business, and I really, really endorse it. Dave Ramsey, that's his kind of bent. It's like, you know how he is about financial matters. And he would say, you know, avoid buying a new car, uh, typically. Buy a car that's a year or two old with low mileage and great condition, and then you avoid the depreciation hit on that car. And then drive that car till the wheels run off. You know, that's, that's kind of the idea, and that's the kind of car they specialize in. Used cars you don't have to worry about. Cars that are, again, you know, one, two, three years old, low miles, good condition, and um, not the kind of car that's used car, but it's kind of maybe on its last legs, you know, or maybe in the middle and you're not too sure. You can be sure. If you get it from them, you can be sure. That's the only kind of car that they sell. I bought a car there because they had a kind of car I wanted and a great price and nobody else had it. And we test drove it and we loved it and we bought a car. But um, there's all kinds of reasons. But the point is they are just fantastic. Frontier Motors serving the Pensacola community for more than 25 years, right behind the big buffalo on Beverly Parkway. Be sure to tell them Andrew McKay says hi. Here's today's Strength for Life with your host, Pastor James C. Johnson. Who do you let influence you? 
Proverbs 1.10 says, If sinners entice thee, consent thou not. Those who promote evil are vying for your attention, approval, and even involvement. As Americans, we are faced with a barrage of sinful temptations promoted by others. Whether it's through social media, music, movies, or even in person, the world around us is full of enticing influences. One of the key elements to spiritual and mental success is to learn how to abhor that which is evil and cleave to that which is good. Surround yourself with Christ-like people who have the joy of the Lord in their heart. Remember, if sinners entice thee, and they will, consent thou not, and your heart will both be liberated from guilt and strengthened with joy. That was James C. Johnson. He serves as the pastor of North Stone Baptist Church in Pensacola, Florida. For more Strength for Life, please visit our website, strengthforlife.church. Hey, this is Dr. Ben McMillan. I do a show on the Pensacola Expert Panel. We talk about your health problems. Let me educate you about the Activator Method of Adjusting, which offers a safe and effective alternative to traditional manual adjustments. So whether you've been hurt in a car accident or been suffering from back or neck pain, chiropractic care could be your solution and not just a temporary fix. Join me this morning on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Here's what's happening around Pensacola this week. Keep your eyes focused on the Pensacola Beach skies for the New Year's Eve fireworks all along the boardwalk. The skies over Santa Rosa Sound light up and ring in 2024 at midnight. Presented by the Santa Rosa Island Authority and the Escambia County Tourist Development Council. See PensacolaBeachChamber.com for more information. Happy New Year from News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. Find more events and submit yours at NewsRadio923.com. Guy Benson, keeping you informed of the news every day at 2, right after Mark Lee Van Camp and Robbins on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. You use up all the glue on purpose. They would definitely not use up all the blue. 720 here on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Well, if you are a former ambassador and former governor, Nikki Haley, you didn't have a great day um, <laughs> on Wednesday. Oh, my goodness. It's, it's funny to me that this is the huge story that it is, but maybe it's not funny because... Anyway, we'll talk about it. But uh, here's what actually happened in Berlin, New Hampshire, in a town hall. She was asked what you would think is a fairly easy question, and here's how it went. Again, uh, not particularly well for the former governor. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? You would think that's not that hard to answer. You just What's the, what's the answer, Jake? It, that would be slavery. Yeah, there we go. We're One done. Word. <laughs> We're done here. You don't have to say anything else. I mean, you can have fine erudite discussions about, um, you know, different uh, interpretations or other, but you could just say that, you know, because that would have been my answer it, in retrospect. It's easy to get things right in retrospect. You know, I would have been like, you mean in addition to slavery or do you mean something besides that? What, what are you trying to ask me? Okay, but here's how it actually played out. What was the cause of the United States Civil War? 
Well, don't come with an easy question or anything. I mean, I think the cause of the Civil War was basically how government was going to run, the freedoms and what people could and couldn't do. What do you think the cause of the Civil War was? I'm sorry? I'm not running for president. I want to see your view. He says, I'm not running for president, and I wanted to hear your view on that question. I mean, I think it always comes down to the role of government. You answered that question without mentioning the word slavery. You answered that question without mentioning the word slavery. What do you want me to say about slavery? You've answered my question. Next question. Uh, You've answered my question. We're fine. Next question. Oh, boy. Um, <laughs> see, and then it becomes a thing, right? She didn't say the S word, the other S word, and um, she should have. And then she has to come out yesterday and be like, bro. Of course the Civil War was about slavery. We know that. That's unquestioned, always the case. We know the Civil War was about slavery. But it was also more than that. It was about the freedoms of every individual. I mean, and both of those things are right. It was, a, it was about the role of the federal government, the role of federalism, the power to maintain the union. You know, can states just leave? I mean, there's all kinds of questions caught up in in this. But you can't not say slavery. So the critics are right. But then again, it's a weird question. Who is this guy? He won't give his name. He won't identify himself. Is he a plant? I think sort of obviously, yes. He was definitely designed to trip her up, and trip her up he did, if only by being such an out-of-left-field question that you don't know exactly how. I mean, how do you answer that question? You kind of look at somebody like, what do you mean? <laughs> you know, what are you talking about? So she feels the need to come. And anytime you feel like, of course it was slavery, well, you've already gotten yourself in the wrong place. Uh, then you have Governor DeSantis who weighs in on this. I just think that this shows uh, this is not a candidate uh, that's ready for prime time. You know, she's gotten a pretty free ride from a lot of the corporate press. Um, you know what I would have rather seen from him? First of all, it's just not accurate that she's out of practice or doesn't know how to speak in public. I mean, you've watched the debates. You know that's not true. Um, is she getting an easy ride from the front? Uh, maybe they like her better than they like you. They like her better than they like Trump. Okay, sure, that's true. Um, but you know what I would have loved to hear him say? I would have loved to hear him say, you guys are such monsters. <laughs> you really are. Little children. You delight in gotcha and you give no real question to who this guy is or why a clear political plant is asking her a question designed to trip her up okay she stumbled big deal we all do clearly she knows slavery was at the heart of the civil war and it's dumb of you all to think that she has to say that and that if she doesn't say that, she doesn't believe it or mean it or know it. What's wrong with you people? Can you imagine she would given that answer? He's not attacking a fellow Republican. He's not piling on a kind of a silly situation. He's not sort of trying to politically capitalize on something where he could instead just be, you know, decent about it. So, you know, I think sometimes you get caught up in fighting so much that you forget to just be, you know, the good guy. And I think he's the good guy, and he maybe just forgot in the moment. So uh, she made a mistake. She should have apologized for it. She should have really said, you know, look, obviously I made a mistake. I'm sorry. If people misunderstood, I apologize. And he could have done this a little bit better, too. And also, can I say this? That media coverage could be a little bit smarter. 
<laughs> All the time. 725 on News Radio 923, informative, local, dependable. Jake's got traffic on the fives. Still looking good out there on the roadways. No major slowdowns or accidents to report. I 10 at Pine Forest. We had an accident there earlier eastbound with some roadblock, but it looks like crews are on the scene and they've got that mostly. Uh, cleared up. Highway 90 eastbound and westbound through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. You're looking good there. Highway 90 coming out of Milton through Pace. No accidents to speak of. Cervantes is clear through the curve on Scenic Highway. Summit Boulevard also not showing any accidents. And uh, Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Nine miles accident-free, not showing any delays in Car City. If you see anything out there slowing you down this morning, let me know. You can call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. Uh, one of the other things that I got a text in here from the earlier segment we did about the um, the new structure for reporting a variety of crimes in the military, and eventually it include uh, everything in the sexual realm as well, including harassment. And uh, I got a text in from a military member said, you know, it's hard to believe with all of the really thorough education in diversity, equity, and inclusion training that we even need people to handle these things anymore. Haven't we taught all of our members of the military how to behave all the time? I mean, they're being very sarcastic, but it's correct, right? The the notion that you can somehow just educate people out of bad behavior and or evil is, I mean, so misguided. What a terrible misunderstanding. By the, by the way, I haven't really gotten into this much, but um, that was one of the things. Maybe this does give me a chance to get into it. I don't know. In, in the anti-Semitism hearings in Congress, that was one of the themes is that these presidents of Harvard and Penn and MIT, one of their great just blind spots is the notion that if we just teach people a little bit more effectively, they'll stop being anti-Semitic. You know, we can basically teach people out of racism. Well, to some degree, you can teach people out of errors and wickedness, but people can know what's right and know what's true and still do evil. And one of the great failings of liberalism as a worldview, as an anthropology, as an understanding of people and sociology, all of, is it doesn't understand that. It thinks that if we just put people to school better, they wouldn't, you know, do evil. A lot of the people who do evil are super educated. A lot of the people who say ridiculous things are highly educated. Not only is your content not helping, but the premise is false. You can't just make people be good through better textbooks. 728. But it is a premise that these college presidents and so much of the educational world takes for granted. And I'm not saying education has no bearing on these matters. I'm just saying that, you know, history shows. I mean, look, Osama bin Laden was not a fool. He was not ill-educated. He was not illiterate. You know, you know, and if you look at some of the evil that's been done over there, it's not... You'd like to think it's done by people that didn't get out of the third grade every time. That's not how the world works. And also, some of the people who didn't get out of the third grade are some of the salt-of-the-earth folks that you would want making decisions and trust your life with. So just that whole mindset that education equals virtue is such a colossal misfire. Anyway, uh, David Wayne is in the newsroom with our headlines. David? More than a half dozen people were hurt after giant waves hit in Southern California beaches yesterday. Officials in Ventura County there say nearly 20 people were swept off a beach by a massive wave that crashed into onlookers. Uh, eight of those people had to be taken to the hospital. The biggest waves were being measured between 15 and 20 feet, some hitting up to 25 feet. What? 
Yeah, humongous. So a single wave or some uh, multiple waves? A, well, one of the biggest measured waves was at 25. Wow. The majority of the waves were all between 15 and 20. Okay, so there really was a series of high water events. Yes. It wasn't just a See, I had been thinking that maybe this is some like I don't know, just weird quantum event where you got terribly unlucky in the amassing of water in one place. But okay, all right, still terrifying. Yeah, just a a terrible series of waves there. And then Google reportedly has agreed to settle a $5 billion consumer privacy lawsuit. Reuters reporting yesterday that they've agreed uh, to settle the suit that claimed Google secretly tracked millions of people that thought they were browsing privately. Uh Of course. Of course they did. Oh, you thought you could just click on a button and it would make it so you're safe from Big Brother? Come on. They're in the business of harvesting information. If you're not paying for the service, you are the price. I'm Gianna Gelosi. The Trump campaign is promising a quick appeal of Maine's Secretary of State's decision to remove his name from the primary ballot, citing an insurrection clause of the Constitution. He was never convicted. He was never charged. That the 14th Amendment, that part of it was not meant for anything like this. New Jersey Congressman Jeff Van Drew on Mornings with Maria. This follows a similar move in Colorado that's being challenged. While other states consider, uh, consider similar moves, California approved Trump's name for the ballot last night. The Biden administration, meanwhile, is threatening to sue Texas over a new law signed by Governor Greg Abbott. The new legislation allows law enforcement officers to arrest illegal immigrants and for state judges to order them expelled from the country. As Fox's Carmen Roberts, the law is set to take effect March 5th. America is listening to Fox News. Good morning, 731 at News Radio 92.3. I'm David Wayne. Right now, 35 degrees. It is sunny in Pensacola this morning. Santa Rosa County Commissioner Sam Parker suing a local gun store owner for using a cardboard likeness of him in social media advertising videos. The lawsuit filed against Gulf Coast gun owner Chris Smith. Parker calls the ad campaign, which was titled Taxation is Theft, defamatory. He's suing for $30,000. Smith responded to the lawsuit on social media. He says they're not laying down. The lawsuit that was filed against us is by Commissioner Sam Parker, not Cardboard Cutout Sam Parker. We were really confused about that since we used Cardboard Cutout Sam Parker in some of our videos. And uh, that from a recent video posted on his page. The advertising campaigns date back to April of 2020. Parker now suing again for 30000 in damages. A Mobile rapper facing a gun possession charge after a recent traffic stop. Nishan Jones, known as Honeycomb Brazy, was arrested December 18th along with two other men in Mobile after getting pulled over for driving in a passing lane for more than one and a half miles. The driver of the car, 31-year-old Mason Fuller, reportedly got out of the car wearing body armor that was labeled enforcement and told officers there were two guns in the car. All three of the men inside were prohibited from possessing firearms. Another back-to-school sales tax holiday begins next week. There's going to be no state sales tax on school-related items, the same as every fall right before school starts. You can purchase clothing, shoes, school supplies, learning aids, computers, laptops, computer accessories, all without state sales tax. You can get more detailed information on what items are eligible at floridarevenue.com. The sales tax holiday runs January 1st through January 14th. 
Governor Ron DeSantis says his GOP opponents aren't nearly as serious as he is about challenging what he calls gender ideology in schools. That from a roundtable discussion in Iowa yesterday. I don't think that they see the idea that you would have things like transgenderism in second grade as being as big a problem as I think it is. And part of that is because I think I have young kids. Um, but that's just not kind of where they've been on those issues. So I don't think it's even close. Of course, DeSantis and his administration have been no strangers to controversy over the state's parental rights in education law. A Northwest Florida sheriff looking for somebody he's calling a dangerous individual. New York's David Reed is wanted for allegedly harassing Franklin County Sheriff A.J. Smith. The 35-year-old Reeds first started calling and emailing Smith repeatedly in August about a case from several years ago. Reed was arrested and extradited in that case and pled guilty last month, was sentenced to time served in probation. But this week... Uh, Sheriff Smith says Reed started contacting him again with more threatening messages. Sheriff Smith says a warrant has been issued for Reed. And big news on the taco front. A report in the PNJ today says that Escambia County may be getting a Del Taco restaurant. Del Taco, a popular Mexican fast food chain, uh, most of their locations are along the West Coast, but they do have locations nationwide and five others In Florida, a developer based in Miami looking at a location off of Brent Lane for the first location here. They've submitted plans to the Escambia Escambia County Development Review Committee. It's 735 right now. Let's get a look at our traffic on the fives with Jake. We're looking great out there on the roadways. I do not see any accidents reported by FDOT or FHP and no slowdowns on the maps to speak of. I-10 and I-110 are at posted speeds, not showing any slowdowns on Pine Forest or in uh, Car City. Nine Mile not showing any issues. Mobile Highway is clear through Beulah and Pensacola. No delays on Burgess or Olive. Highway 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Highway 29 is accident-free from the Atmore cutoff in Molino through Cantonment. Lily and Jackson, Navy, New Warrington, all accident-free on the west side. If you see anything out there this morning slowing you down, let me know. Call or text me on our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. We are going to have a beautiful, sunny, and cold day today. Temperatures starting off in the 30s, warming into the 50s for highs, 52 degrees. Overnight tonight, temperatures back in the 30s, 36 degrees. Nice sunny weather for Saturday as well, high near 55. Saturday night, temperatures back in the 30s, 37 degrees. For Sunday, sunshine with a high near 60 degrees. And Sunday night, temperatures dropping into the 50s. This is Brooke Richardson for the First Morning Weather Center. And right now, 34 degrees in Pensacola, 36 in Gulf Breeze, and 33 in Milton. Our next news at 8 o'clock. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. I'm Nicole Murray with Your Money Now. U.S. chipmaking giant NVIDIA is set to launch a slower-performing version of a game processor in China to comply with U.S. export restrictions. According to NVIDIA's website, the new chip has 11% fewer processing cores than versions sold outside of China. An NVIDIA spokesperson told Reuters that the chip was designed to fully comply with U.S. government export controls. L'Oreal Harris Francois Betancourt Myers, who inherited the beauty product empire from her grandfather, is now the first woman to amass a $100 billion fortune. Her wealth jumped to $100.1 billion yesterday. The milestone came as shares for L'Oreal rose to a record high, with the stock set for its best year since 1998. She is now the 12th richest person in the world. And on Wall Street, futures are little changed on the final trading day of 2023. Yesterday, the Dow Industrials were up 50 
53. The Nasdaq down four and the S&P 500 up nearly two. That's your money now. Each Sunday at 7.30 a.m., the Bible Baptist Bookstore of Pensacola, Florida, brings you Theological Seminar with teacher Peter S. Ruckman, founder and president of the Pensacola Bible Institute. He will teach you what the Bible says about the subject, not merely what it is presumed to teach. Tune in this Sunday at 7.30 a.m. for Theological Seminar with Dr. Peter S. Ruckman, brought to you by Bible Baptist Bookstore on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. News Radio Pensacola. Your home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. Start your mornings off with the award-winning Pensacola Morning News with Andrew McKay. Followed by the Pensacola Expert Panel with Jake. Then get informed and laugh from 11 till 2 with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins. Followed by the Guy Benson Show. Your afternoon drive is anchored by Pensacola Right Now with Joe and Austin. Followed by Dave Ramsey. It's News Radio Pensacola. Heard on 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. to get to that part at least. 739 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. Yes. Good morning. It's Ben Scola Morning News. Put it up, put it up, put it up. All right. Yeah, at least at least all of that. A pick slide and harmonics. And I have good and terrible news. Kate Meehan is our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net. Kate, welcome back to the Pensacola Morning News. Good morning. I have, I have, I have great news for Kate and for terrible me. news for all of us. Kate is a like long, you know, music is her thing, and uh, she has taken a gig doing a morning radio show uh, in New Jersey and uh, and a classic rock station. So, congratulations, Kate, which means that you and I are only going to be able to do this one or two more times before you have to take start your new gig. So, um, congratulations! I'm so happy for you. <laughs> happy sad. Yeah, we. We've been doing this for like seven years, and then before that, when I was at Talk Radio Network, I mean, we've been talking a long time. Like a decade. I know. Yeah. Oh, you're such an old friend. Yeah. Uh, emphasis on the friend, not the old. Um, so, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I love you so much. I want to miss talking to you on Fridays. I mean, we'll, we still have one or two, but I wanted I to give people a heads up, and because it's fresh, I wanted to give people the uh, the announcement. Anyway, um, so speaking not of any of that... Um, <laughs> What what is this lawsuit with Eminem over the Slim Shady over the podcast name with the Real Housewives? I don't understand this story. <laughs> it's the Real Housewives of Potomac, and it is Giselle and Robin, and they do a podcast called Seriously Shady. I feel like that's the wrong title. Okay, and I watch the show too, but I'm not going to admit that again. But I do watch the show, <laughs> um, and I can't think of the name of the podcast. But he took issue with it. His team is taking issue with him using the word shady in any way because it's so closely connected to him. I don't know that they really have a legal... Reasonably shady. Reasonably, thank you. Yes. 
I had to look it up too. I don't know that they really, yeah, I don't know that they were, well, yeah, you would have to look it up. I don't, but still didn't know. But um, yeah, I don't know that he really has a leg to stand on because it's just a word and they're not using it as a name or a description of a person. It's just being used as the word is actually defined. So I don't know that that's really going to go anywhere. They might be fine with using that word still in the title. Yeah. You don't get to trademark. I mean, you don't get to trademark a word typically and his trademark, if anything would be slim shady. You don't get to, you you can hold on to, you can hold on to slim shady, but you can't hold on to slim. It'd be like if their if their podcast was called Reasonably Slim, you know, you'd have no, you wouldn't have anything to do, and so I don't. Doesn't. Well, and the thing is, he he's more often called, referred to as Slim too, and not Shady. Oh, all right. Like if somebody's referencing him too, like or if he's talking about himself, he he often calls himself Slim, and like back in the old days in his old lyrics. So I don't know if that's even the right word you would really take issue with, like you just said. I thought it was funny also, apparently, he's not going to appear in the deposition because his lawyers argued that he's not knowledgeable enough about the subject matter to be useful. (laughs) That's that's so not a slam at all. I know. I think that's just descriptive. Um, You know, really... This is a story that you and I have kind of bantered about off air, but uh, I think it's a really interesting one. I think the name of the movie is Acme versus Coyote, and it's a movie that was it's like a um, uh, an updated Looney Tunes you know long full length feature. I think it's live action if I'm not mistaken instead of cartoon. Um, but it's a movie that the the production company who made it was going to shelve it and not release it which I guess they do as a way of taking the loss on the sunk money in order to offset their profits on other projects. Do I basically have this right? But now they've changed course and they're going to release it due to, you know, fan pressure. Is that right? Yeah. I mean, I guess it's like math, right? And the math was mathing for them to just squash the whole thing. But then people wanted to see it. So I guess they're not doing that. So I don't know how their math is working now. I don't know how they're going to offset what they thought they were going to do. But what's interesting to me is, you know, we are so down with things being appropriate. How, how is this whole like cartoon character, like the whole story, like, isn't somebody going to latch onto the violence connected to it? Because there's always an anvil. There's always an issue. There's always something awful happening. So I'm wondering how in this day and age they're going to get away with it without the backlash actually being, you know, ridiculously bigger than the positivity of them putting it out. Like they haven't even touched on that yet, but you know, that's coming. Yeah, no, that's a great point because look at, for example, the remake of little mermaid where they took out the scene in the kitchen because their argument was that scene is so impossible to do live action with all of the cartoon violence that it's based on that you can't do it. And I even think about like watching, you know, Home Alone recently. Of course, we've all seen these movies recently because of the holidays. Um, the violence in that movie is, I mean, these guys yeah. got killed dozens of times in that movie if it were to happen in real life. And how do you do right. Looney Tunes behavior in real life without it becoming not entertaining anymore, right? Exactly. And, and also, how do you pick and choose? Because some things are deemed too violent, we've got to remove that. But then again, Home Alone is an example of a film that still stands in spite of. Right. So who makes these rules? You know, who decides and, and who latches on? It shows you how subjective it really is and how it really does come down to, well, if I like it, 
then I can overlook all of these other things. Right. Yeah. No. I. I I'm with you exactly. Um, one of the other things I wanted to ask you about it's just kind of, kind of. I thought it was kind of a fascinating one because you and I sometimes talk about music. Is um, I read this article, and the article was primarily about how Pentatonix rescued the Hallelujah song and converted it into being a Christmas. I mean, it had you know the Jeff Be- uh, um, Buckley version is amazing, but it was never a Christmas song, and it was never written as a Christmas song. Certainly, if you read the lyrics, it's not a Christmas song. But they turned it into a Christmas song. Which I thought was fascinating, but the, the the article was all about how you nobody's writing real Christmas songs or carols anymore. It's kind of like the Christmas canon exists. People reinterpret and re-record, but the new material is extremely scarce, right? It really is. Um, Cher put out an album this year, and she was adamant about doing it her way. But besides that, you know, once in a while you'll get a one-off cutesy new song from like Ariana Grande or Taylor Swift or somebody that you would expect to or Mariah, you know, or or Wham. I mean, these are, these are, these are the occasional ones that, that, that break through. Right. Yeah. But, but for the most part, everything is just a redo of a classic. And part of it, I think is that the classics hold up. And another part of it is that people don't want to think money into something risky that's only going to be listened to for like four to six weeks out of the year. Even if it may stand up and stand the test of time and keep coming back every year, it's still not worth the investment. Um, and the, the way the music industry has changed and the way the ways the distribution has changed and, you know, songs don't really make you money. These artists have to tour. So putting it out would be more of a gift to the fans, I think, than putting money in their own pockets. And, you know, everybody wants to make money. And plus, you'd have to have you'd have to have somebody who has enough knowledge of either religious themes and not be in the religious world necessarily, or knowledge of some right. innovative twist on or fabrication from from scratch of a new Christmas story of some kind, uh, and then how to turn that into a song without also launching a movie or a TV. You know, I mean, I, I can see the kind of structural barriers as well. I just thought I just thought that was fascinating. Plus, I did not know the history of that song, and you know, that was an interesting one as well. Yeah. Um, well, Kate, we always have more to talk about, but uh, I, I will let you go. I know you're getting prepared for this new, wonderful, awesome, congratulations thing that you're doing, uh, and we'll talk to you again, I hope, at least one or two more times before you start your new gig. But, uh, again, seriously, congratulations. It has been my great pleasure to talk to you all these times for all these years. Uh, Kate Meehan, our pop culture editor at dailyboom.net, and uh, going away, unfortunately, soon in the new year. But, uh, Kate, thanks, as always, for the time uh, over all this time. Uh, I really appreciate you. You know that. So uh, we'll talk to you again next week. Love you. Oh, nope. <laughs> now you're going to make me cry. <laughs> Happy New Year. Happy so <laughs> I know. 748 on News Radio 92.3. Jake's got traffic for us. Jake? Oh, uh, yeah, that is sad. Um, we're looking great around the roadways. No accidents reported by FDOT or FHP. No slowdowns on my maps. Uh, if you see anything, let me know. 437-1620. Looks like Highway 98 is looking great through Gulf Breeze and Navarre. Highway uh, 90 through uh, Milton and Pace. No accidents showing there. Highway 29 south through Cantonment is flowing smoothly. Uh, looks like um, Dog Track Road is clear. No issues on Blue Angel Parkway. No delays on Burgess or Olive. If you see anything out there this morning slowing you down, let me know. Call or text our, our traffic tip line, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. 
Hey, this is Cole with Commander Air. Is your home comfort still being subjected to outdated air conditioning technology? The revolutionary Daikin Fit System with its modern compact design will change the way you feel about your heating and cooling system. With its industry-leading 12-year parts and labor warranties, consistent temperatures, energy savings, and an extremely quiet operation that makes your outdoor living space just as perfect as your indoor. As your local Daikin Comfort Pro, Commander Air can take your home comfort to the next level with the industry-changing Daikin Fit System. Commander Air, your local heating and cooling specialist for three generations. Finding great candidates to hire can be like, well, trying to find a needle in a haystack, but not with ZipRecruiter. Its powerful technology actively finds and invites qualified candidates to apply to your job. So while other companies might deliver a lot of hay, ZipRecruiter finds you the needle in the haystack. See why four out of five employers who post a job on ZipRecruiter get a quality candidate within the first day. Try ZipRecruiter for free at ZipRecruiter.com free. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash free. Wrap up your day with all of the national, state, local sports and entertainment news with Pensacola right now with Joe and Austin on News Radio 92.3. Yeah, there's a lot of bad isms floating around this world, but one of the worst is commercialism. Santa Claus goes straight to the ghetto. Hitch up your reindeer uh, and go straight to the ghetto. Good morning, 7:50 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Oh man, I um, I I feel like I have to tell you uh, about a news story that I just I wish I didn't have to tell you about. Um, it's a President Trump, Joe Biden story. Uh, President Trump, President Biden story. You may not have caught this the other day. Um, I, I just about can't read President Trump's Truth Social feed. It's just, it's so outrageous. And oh my God, does he do anything else other than post stuff there? Maybe he has a whole team of people post. I don't know. It's, uh, it's just a, uh, it's a giant torrent of silliness. Anyway, um, but the other day he made news. This is a couple of days ago on Christmas Day because. He put up a post on Christmas Day that is, well, let's just say not exactly in the traditional spirit of Christmas <laughs> because, oh, man, I want to read it to you and then we'll talk a little bit about it. Uh, the actual post said, Merry Christmas to all, including crooked Joe Biden's only hope, deranged Jack Smith, the out-of-control lunatic who just hired outside attorneys, fresh from the swamp, unprecedented, to help him with his poorly executed witch hunt. Half these words are all capitalized, because that's how he does. Against Trump and MAGA included also our world leaders, both good and bad, but none of which are as evil and sick as the thugs we have inside. This is, again, on Christmas. Um, uh, as the thugs we have inside our country who, with their open borders, inflation, Afghanistan surrender, green new scam, High taxes, no energy independence, woke military, Russia, Ukraine, Israel, Iran, all electric car lunacy, and so much more are looking to destroy our once great USA. And this is the part to pay attention to. All caps, may they rot in hell. Again, Merry Christmas. <laughs> so, <sighs> wasn't going to talk about this particularly or how it's just part of a pattern that we're seeing from the former president. And there's this long history of looking at his behaviors and statements and asking the question, 
do they evidence a man of faith? He claims to be a man of faith to Corinthians and all that. Do you believe it? And then Joe Biden made it so I couldn't avoid the subject anymore because I have so many criticisms of President Trump and so many criticisms of Joe Biden. I get I get tired of criticizing them, frankly. It's boring, especially given the fact that so many people love President Trump and so many people who otherwise seem to be great people of faith and love the Bible and God and think somehow that this guy is like, you know, they would never say it this way because they know they shouldn't say it this way, but that he's like somehow the Savior. And I'm like, do you, are you watching the product, you know? And we've had many conversations about my views of Trump and, you know, would I vote for him again and against Joe Biden? I would, you know, but don't make me make that choice. Um, and, you know, does he do good? Could I be wrong? Is it all an act? I mean, all of this stuff, okay? But in response to this post, President Biden nailed it. You just, you cannot argue with this response. Joe Biden on social media, The Hill had the article, the headline, former President Trump, quote, may they rot in hell, Merry Christmas, and then the link to the, okay? That's the that's what he's retweeting or, you know, posting about. And Joe Biden writes on his, uh, you know, on his, uh, I think it's on Twitter, and fa- I'm seeing it on Facebook, but I think it's across social media. There's an expression they say in church sometimes. Love your enemies, do good to those who hate you, bless those who curse you, pray for those who mistreat you. And then, of course, embedded is the link to the Trump quote, may they rot in hell, Merry Christmas. Um, Yeah. (laughs) I mean, that's exactly. I have nothing to add other than for those who may not recognize it, that's a quote from Jesus. 755 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. Jake Scott, Traffic on the Fives. Well, no major accidents or slowdowns to report, but I do have something very important to tell you. At the intersection of Fairfield and Mobile Highway, we are seeing a report of nails in the road. When you said Trump nailed it, I laughed out loud because I was looking at the the report on my map of nails in the roadway. Uh, Let me go back to this on my map here. Yeah, that's... So that's West Fairfield Drive at Mobile Highway. Nails reported in the roadway at that intersection. So please use caution. Keep your eyes open there so you don't get a a flat tire this morning. Uh, That intersection uh, looks like that's where the Walgreens and Chili's and everything is right there. So just please use caution. Otherwise, 98 through Gulf Breeze and Navarre is flowing smoothly. Looks like Highway 90 out of... Milton through Pace is looking good as well, and Highway 29 through Cantonment is clear. If you see anything out there on the roadways, you can always call or text me, 437-1620. I'm Jake Walker with Traffic on the Fives. Thanks so much, Jake. David Wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines. David? Well, Maine's top election official removing former President Donald Trump from the state's 2024 Republican primary ballot. Maine Secretary of State Shanna Bellows made that decision this week. That follows Colorado making the same decision earlier this week, and uh, it's all being appealed by the U.S. to the U.S. Supreme Court. The White House now threatening to sue the state of Texas if a controversial immigration law does go into effect. The state law would allow local authorities to arrest anybody they believe entered the U.S. illegally. The Justice Department calls the, the law unconstitutional. In a letter obtained by the Houston Chronicle, the department says they fear the law would disrupt the federal government's immigration enforcement operations. And uh, an asthma drug that many, many people rely on is rapidly disappearing from pharmacies. It's called Flovent. 
Apparently, it's been discontinued. Every time there's a discontinuation of a medication, it can always cause a little bit of um, distress, particularly on the patient side. That is uh, Dr. Diego Maselli. He says the good news is there's plenty of generic versions available, and he says they all work just about the same. Interesting. All right, David, thanks so much for the update. 757 News Radio 92.3. Boy, there's a lot of little stories that I think are very fascinating. One is um, world population has increased by about 75 million this year. That's not particularly fast growth, and uh, most of the world is outpacing the United States. The United States is growing very slowly. That's bad. Uh, we, sh- we should want population. And by the way, a lot of our population is driven not by reproduction, which also you want, uh, but by immigration, legal and otherwise. But still, that's one of the key things for us. Um, As of January 1st, 8 billion people. 8 billion. It seems like it was only a couple years ago, not that long ago. We clicked over 7 billion. Man, that's amazing. 8 billion people walking around breathing the air on this planet Earth. That is just, uh, I mean, just wild to me to, to imagine. Um, let's see. Uh, the U.S. added 1.7 million people. We'll have a population on New Year's Day of 335. Had been, I think, 333 is what we were talking about last year. Yeah. Um, past year, growth rate was 0.53%. Worldwide growth rate about 1%. All of that is very low. Uh, in the 30s, our growth rate was more like 7%, and um, even 3 or 4% would actually be healthy. That would be more than replacement. Um, so that's good news note, weird news note. Also, then you have this. There's a video that I watched yesterday that's pretty amazing. And when you start the video, you see a guy holding a paintball gun going into the crawl space underneath a house in Alaska. Shooting his paintball gun inside the crawl space at something. And then you see a giant bear comes out of the crawl space. Oh my goodness. Oh yeah, he's five, 500 pounds easy. Oh my lord. No mask. He's got eye pro on. Wow. Look at This guy knows the bear, Has he works around bears, and he went in there with nothing but a paint gun and forced this bear to flee. And then there's a the guy there with the video, like, doesn't pause either, and he just makes his bear come out of the hole. <laughs> like, maybe don't try this at your home. You're listening to... News Radio 92.3, WNRP Golf Free's Milton, Pensacola.